All right, my guy. Thanks for coming through. What's up? Today we're going to take off a couple inches. But uh, you were talking about the music industry right now. How does... How, let's go back to the beginning. How did you even get started All in right. that? So my name is Famous Amos. Oh, my gosh. Christian hip-hop artist from East Los Angeles. You always got to... That's the first thing about the music Dog, industry. Dog, you're a, you're you a, gotta, Bel- you're a Bel- you gotta, Belvedere guy. What are you talking about? I know, but you got to <laughs> introduce yourself. You got to be like, hey, this is me real quick. Yeah, but, but you're talking um, to me. Who are you talking to, bro? The audience, but also a, I'm talking to you. Have a conversation with me, my guy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I started making music when I was uh, 16, 15. Probably, like, going into the more, like, serious, like... I want to do this mm-hmm. stage when I was 15, 16. So at that point, it was like a hobby for you? Just kind of something you did on the side? or? Well, I went straight into, okay, like, this is going to be my thing now. Like, straight from just listening. Like, after I heard, like, a bunch of Christian hip-hop, I was like, all right, I'm going to dive into this world. Right. Like, now I'm going to write raps and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say that, like, from that time until now... Uh, I learned a lot, that's for sure. I've been I've been around like open mics and different different programs and different things they have around in LA. Mm. Met a lot of people, and uh, we're just I'm just still going, still trying to trying to talk to people, make the best music I can. It's so, really cool. <clears throat> when you first started, tell the truth, did you think you were gonna make it to the top? Or was it just kind of something that uh, always infatuated, you know, you know, like your interest or did you think you could take it? I always thought that I would, I don't know, I always thought like I'd be like famous for some reason. Oh yeah? <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. <laughs> I like, mean, don't as get a me kid, wrong. As yeah, a yeah. kid, I thought it would be cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. that's just, that's just me being honest. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not a fame chaser or anything like that. I mean, I'm famous famous, though. (laughs) But um, I know that, like, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, that'd be cool to, like, you know, people know you, send you free stuff, like, stuff like that. Like, I don't know. I get you. I mean, like, obviously, when you start something, you don't, you're trying to be good at it, right? Proficient at it. Yeah. So, I mean, but did you ever expect to be hopping on stages at some point? Or was it just kind of, like, getting your feet wet? Because how long did it take you to, honestly, how long did it take you to make, like, a good a good song, a good rap, a good rhyme, where you're like, oh, this isn't just, you know, two uh, two guys, or one dude just spitting out nonsense in 16 bars. Yeah. It's, like, actually kind of good. I think it, it became serious once, like, because Christian hip-hop has always been pretty vulnerable, uh-huh. you know? So, so everybody's been able to, I, I'd say, like, create a platform and not be afraid to kind of like fully flesh out their ideas uh-huh. so I think that was like helpful um for me because like my first raps were really talking about like my parents divorce and like mm. stuff that was like happening to me at the time like I was homeless for a bit so really? it was like like everything was was centered towards what I was going through at the moment what I couldn't really understand mm. therefore like most of the raps that I wrote at that time like they're definitely like from a failed perspective, like you know, as like as, as a kid, you know. So they're very like in your face lines, as in like very obvious. Like you know how a movie, like sometimes you watch a movie and that like the movie like kind of tells you what it's trying to do rather than like doing what it's trying to do. 
So I mean? instead of like uh, the listener trying to read between the lines and kind of figure out where you're coming from, you just said it. Yeah, I just said it. Right. Like, you know what I mean? This like, is what I feel. Yeah, exactly. So palms are sweaty. Everything Mom's was spaghetti. Yeah, basically. <laughs> My palms are sweaty right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I didn't really understand like creating like an environment or an emotion towards it. Right. I just, I just always thought about like writing. And um, over the year, like I think, I think after my first EP, after I came out with that little East Low song, uh-huh. <laughs> that was my first song. But um, was it really? Yeah, it was. That was sick. The first song I released, like not the first one I wrote. But yeah. That was the first one where I actually like enjoyed listening to it at the time. Right. And I was like, okay, like I'm gonna put this out. This is cool. Um, but after that first EP, uh, there was like definitely a lot of vanity in myself. I was like, I think this is, you know, and the, the the whole thing was about, like, kind of a vanity thing. Just because, like, I felt the name Famous Amos, like, when I chose it. <laughs> I was like, what am I, I'm kind of shooting myself in the foot right here. <laughs> like, I'm going to be honest, dog. I don't like the name, but. That's fine, hey, man. You like it, I love it. <laughs> I have an alternate name that I'm thinking of using, like, in the future, but. Drop it here right now. Sure. I'm going to drop it here. Wow, dude. You come on my show and you disrespect it like that. I don't disrespect the show, dog. What you mean? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to, um, I'm just trying to, like, I'm moving a lot more tactful now. So I'm I'm trying to figure it out. I'm sure it's no harm if I said, you know, eh, whatever. So you don't have to say it. I'm just, I'm just playing with you, dog. You drop (laughs) it whenever you want. I'll drop it when I want it. Don't peer pressure me. You know what, man? Let me say this, though. Uh, when I first heard your, your first EP, uh, especially the song East Lows. Mm. You know, I've, I've heard you rap before. And then that was honestly the first time I was like, oh, man, this guy's getting pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, so respect, dude. I I mean, I talked to uh, one of my other boys who he's in the underground hip hop scene. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're having this conversation about like, you know, when you start something, you know, of course, everybody does it to be, you know, proficient and good at it. But yeah. Honest, honest to God, take is like you're gonna suck at everything you do unless you're just sure. like some you know God given talent. And you just show up and yeah, write a hit. But everything takes work, man. Yeah, so. I hated the first haircut you gave me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I used to have to beg people to give them haircuts. Like, dude, come on, dog, it's funny. free. And then it, it went up to five bucks, and then you know, yeah, eventually 10, 15, 20, and now Remember I'm at that? 200 bucks. You're the only person who's ever chopped my hair, other than. Derek, remember Derek chopped my hair? Did he time. really? Uh, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, because I lost a bet. <laughs> but I lost it against Jeremy, and Jeremy didn't even shave my head, man. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that was kind of hilarious. But anyway, talking about music. Um, so after the EP, I was just like, okay, I feel a little <laughs> bit of like, I feel a little prideful, like trying to put the ego away and just kind of work, work on something else. And then, um, from that, like, I made an album called Unplanned Lessons. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it's just a little compilation of songs that, like, just stuff that I learned, like, becoming an adult, you know? Yeah. Even though I'm, like, still a young adult, like, when I was 18, like. Yeah, there's a difference between 18 yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel But you. just, like, the initial feeling of, like, coming out of high school and, like, your decisions are mostly your own, you know? And then, and then, like, I have to, like, get a job now. And then COVID happened, like, right when I came out of high school, which is crazy, like, you know. So it threw me off for a loop, so I made that album. And uh, it's, it's a good album. 
I don't like it as much anymore, but I have probably my favorite like production cuts that I did. Like, mm-hmm. like that was where I made like 60% of the beats and uh, I got some cool features on it. So you were like, like super hands-on creatively with that project? That one, yeah. That was, I, I was in my room alone like a lot that season where I was like, okay, I'm gonna just make it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't even have a name for it and I was just, I was just going through it. And, and I made some cool songs. My favorite song off of there is Sniper. And uh, I made, like, that was the first beat I ever made that, that like, I think inspired, like, what I want to do in music, like, from now on. Mm. And that's, like, it's, like, a cinematic, like, piece. Like, you go to, like, a different world or you go to, like, a movie scene when you listen to that song, in my opinion, you know, when I made it. So it goes from, like, in-your-face rhymes to, like, now there's kind of some substance, like, we're talking about... Yeah. Uh, in between the lines type like yeah there's some nuance don't just hear me but feel my flow you yeah know? that was a, that was like a metaphor like the whole the sniper metaphor mm-hmm. is like is like there's a sniper on the rooftop like that's satan trying to shoot you down mm-hmm. you know what i mean so that was like the theme of the song and uh so so that was that album and right now I'm moving on to another project nice and uh through that like whole season uh, it was just it was just really like weird moving into adulthood. So, so let's take it back to uh, that first <laughs> album when he said, okay. or f- what was it first rhymes that you were talking about? Your yeah, parents yeah. getting divorced. Yeah, like do you remember what was running through your mind at that time? I remember like a lot of people were like trying to be super super like supportive to me and tell me like it's gonna be okay. We're all here for you and stuff like that, which they were. Mm-hmm. But it just kind of felt like artificial like like i was like this is what i'm going through but it doesn't feel that tough you know what i mean like like i was in the thick of it like it was it was it was hard like a hard time for me as like a kid mm-hmm. but um i don't know like the pain felt like it was being like eased too easily you know mm-hmm. so I, I didn't really like i didn't really like grasp what was all around me and stuff do you think it was because like i know you know that your parents are getting divorced and all that, but like mm-hmm. as a kid, you don't you don't understand that really. It's just you know now your parents are separated. Yeah. Do you think it was that or or what? I think it was just a lot of like anger, like from what I was told. And then um, yeah, I didn't I didn't understand. But what do you mean by what you were told? Like just because I I remember there's like a lot of times where where like I was with my mom and she would say something about my dad and my dad would say something about my mom uh, when I was with him and stuff like that. Uh, So it was like back and forth. Yeah, so it was like, I heard one, it's funny, I I say one of my songs, I I heard one tell the other that the other one's wrong. You kind of get lost in like the phrasing, you know what I mean? So it's just like, it's just like, yo, who's who's right, who's wrong? Who's telling the truth? Who's telling the truth? It's like, this is just all I see. Mm So, so at the same time, like, I'm seeing all of this, like, just crazy, like, family drama, like, before me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, everybody's, like, super, like, really supportive, trying to, like, help me out. And I'm just, like, like, what do y'all want me to feel right now? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, what is going on? So, so it was tough. Um, it was tough during that time. Right. And I felt like I was never... Uh, I don't know. I maybe I felt like I'm kind of blanking right now. 
trying to think about it. No, nah, that's fine. I mean, it's, you're taking it back to when did you drop that album? Though? That well, I dropped uh, the first the first EP. Like, mm-hmm. like you're talking about that. Uh, yeah. Well, that song in particular, we're talking about like you know, kind of going through the motions uh, as a teenager of you know your parents separating. Like, how do you write a song about that? What's going through your mind? Because oh, you know, okay. I'm fortunate where you know my parents stayed together. Like, yeah, they're not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but. You know, they, they made it work. Uh, quite honestly, man, my parents got saved before I was born. So mm-hmm. a lot of my brothers caught a lot of like the bad times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where they didn't know if they were going to make it. So that that helps me a little bit because I'm taking I'm, I am taking it to the specific song now. So yeah. that's what I was going through when I did the EP, like all the, you know, kids stuff like. So I wasn't really like focused on that. But, yeah. but the next project, like I'm playing lessons, I have a song called Struggles. And that was that was about like, you know, me and my mom and and three brothers, like you know, homeless and then like kicked out of our house and like just all the all the all the rough stuff that we went through that year. Right. And um, I think that song that song was cool because that was also one that I produced. And I listened to the beat on repeat for for like hours one time. So, <clears throat> what's your process when you're when you're starting a song? Do you just like, like you said, listen to a beat and write to it, or do you kind of come up with something first? Like you have like notes, because I know I remember yeah. like uh, uh, you you came over and you, you know, I had this beat for you back when I figured out that I can't rap. Uh, <laughs> But you kind of had like all these notes, and then you would kind of put it together. Like, is that your process all the time? You remember that? Switch? That's cool. Yeah. Come on, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember like things that are important, but yeah, but you can remember the, the little, <laughs> yeah. my little joke book, like the Joker. Yeah. Apparently. So yeah, actually, like I have a I have a one note section called Loose Ideas, mm-hmm. and it's been there since the start. So like at the start, like you see the first bars like I wrote when I got an iPhone. <laughs> and then like you see <laughs> taking it way back literally like that that note like it's traveled through the cloud like over like three or four like phones like since then Sheesh. so it's pretty funny like all some of the stuff in there is just like bro why did i write that like like some jesus so some like, of them super are, super jesus-y like raps you know what i mean like, some are real and some are just kind of throwaway lines yeah like jesus is the truth and the life or something like that i don't know <laughs> hey dog if that's a hey, i can't just like i said i can't rap so yeah yeah yeah. but but either More way power to you. either way so um i i'm a writer for sure so writing like lyrics is is first mm-hmm. for me yeah. um i feel like if the beat if i write to a beat the beat controls what i'm going for mm. Rather than like what I'm actually feeling, you know um, what I? I'm sorry. sorry to cut you off. Um, you know, like I said, we, we, me and a couple of our friends, you know, we did a little like uh, mixtape a long time ago, and <laughs> it really is a process because I think you know, just like anything, like we we're talking about earlier, you could get better at it, <clears throat> but I think some people just are more naturally inclined to it. Mm, I didn't yeah. grasp that concept back then. Yeah. That, uh, you know, the beat is supposed to uh, supposed to speak to you in a way, you know? I mean, yeah. there's different circumstances, not to pigeonhole it into one thing, but when I was talking to my, my buddy that I was telling you about, he was telling me that it's exactly that for him. Like, mm-hmm. he'll listen to the beat, and then he'll kind of, like, hum a melody to it, and then from there he'll put words to it. Yeah. Like, there's this... Uh, 
it gives me respect for like people like Jay-Z. I know I'm kind of dating myself right there, but uh, okay. there's this uh, <laughs> video on YouTube <clears throat> and he was working with, you know, a Grammy producer named Rick Rubin. Rick yeah, Rubin, yeah. who, Rick Rubin. Uh, you know, kind of discovered like the Beastie Boys yeah. and Run DMC and He's all these. DJ like, Khaled, basically. So. Yeah, <laughs> the pre, yeah, pre-DJ DJ Khaled, right? But there's this video on YouTube of Jay-Z going and working with him and they're recording that song 99 Problems and Jay-Z's in the booth and, uh, you know, he's just going off top of the dome. He doesn't write anything down, no lyrics. He just, like, writes them in his head and then he puts them down and it's like, what do you, what do you call it, punching in? Yeah, you punch in. He was punching in. But it was crazy because he would, like, go through, you know, a line or two and be like, all right, all right. He'd be like, can you run that back? And then he'll, you know, go again. And you could see like Rick Rubin, he's like with the audio engineering, he's like, dude, look at this guy. Mm -hmm. He doesn't write anything down. And it's just, you know, you gotta yeah. have like a little bit of a natural inclination, but. Yeah, I, I do that sometimes with beats. Um, I mean, like I've been working with a producer out of Fontana, his name is Wonder. Mm -hmm. and he's shout really, out Wonder. Yeah, shout out Wonder real quick. He's crazy, insane. I've never seen somebody work like him uh, how on, did you our, find on our level. How did you find this guy? We did a, or my friends did a show uh, across the street from like my mom's house. There was like this little uh, thrift shop. And um, one day I just, you know, I just kind of stumbled in there and, mm -hmm. you know, they you know, chopped it up with the guys and stuff like that who worked there. And it turned out like one of them was running it. And they're, you know, like around my age, like they like music. So they, they organized a show for some of their friends to like play. Mm -hmm. And I went and I saw a wonder like performing, I was like, yo, this guy's crazy. Like, like he's he, he has great instrumentals. Like he was more of an instrumental artist at the time, like doing some some cool like like electronic music and and just really interesting, like just very instrumental based stuff. And after after I like heard him, I went up to him, I was like, yo, this stuff is fire. Like, like I really like it. Like we should connect. And then I was like, I rap all this stuff and then you know, you know, he was super, super nice about it and stuff. And, um, and like my homies who were like throwing it, like they were all drunk or whatever. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> they come up to me, they're like, bro, I gotta hear your music. Like, cause I wasn't on the lineup. They're like, bro, I wanna hear yours. And like, I gotta hear your music. And I was like, all oh, hot breath, sweaty. I was like, I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, bro, like, Chill, was, that's hilarious. So, so I just um, I was like okay like I'll do I'll do a song if you if you throw me up there and he's like okay so so I did East Los and then you know it was just fine whatever like people liked it and then I, I go to Wonder like you know chop it over here he's like bro you like you, that was good he's like you, you're better than all these other rappers or something like that I forgot all what right he said. calm down dude. white flex that's what he said all right, all right. I'm gonna have to verify that later with all Wonder, right, ask but, Wonder. All right. He was like, you were, he was like, you were the best up there. And I was like, thank you, thank you. Finally, somebody sees my talent. But like, that's the thing. I like, after that, I went home and I did my homework. I was listening to his music and I was like, yo, this guy's actually sick. Like people on our level, like, aren't really this like talented and, and he's talented, mm -hmm. right? I was, I was just- So like, you see the difference awe. from like uh, some scrub to- this guy. Yeah, like a seasoned, like, like he's like a seasoned, like, instrumentalist. Like, so he's good at his producer. craft already. He's great. Amazing. Even those years. And then, like, sometimes he'll, like, throw me for a whim and he's just like, oh. He's like, I didn't even know how to do, like, 
like do this for the longest time and I just figured it out now and I'm just like how you know what I mean like like you make crazy like that's probably what we're talking about though is like he has that natural inclination to like put beats together and yeah you know it's crazy because just like in the barber industry you know there's people who go through like programs and school Mm -hmm. and I'm not knocking anybody's hustle like yeah but you know, there's some barbers out here where they have their license and they're working a shop, but doc, they can't cut. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not trying to, you know, not say like, that I'm the best either. Not like I'm Monty not. Fresh. Nah, nah. <laughs> but what I'm, I'm saying is, like, even in the in the rap game, there's, like, people who, you know, go to audio engineering school and they just don't have an ear for it, you know? Some people don't have an eye for haircutting, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's cool that you were able to link up with somebody who has that gift and, you know, that that desire to make dope beats and dope songs. Yeah, no, he's dope. Honestly, like, one thing about Wonder is, like, he's also very versatile. Mm -hmm. So he just randomly just starts working on, like, like, project after project is different. Like, the first thing I heard from him was, like, an electronic album. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, it was great. It was atmospheric, like, that very, like, 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 good ambient, like, music. And then after that, like when I when we got to talking more, I did like a little interview show and I interviewed about the next project. And he's like, Oh yeah, it's like this nature lo-fi project. And I was like, What? Like, you know, like like just super different from like what he was making before. And I was like, okay. And then and then we get to actually like doing sessions and like making music. And then he goes, he goes, Yeah, actually the next the next album I'm coming out with is a, a punk rock album. And so he's like, like, You're Rick Rubin. Just coming out with all kinds of different styles. Yeah. Do you have like um, something that you lean towards more, like a, a style or oh, a style that what type of beat? Type of beat? Like, oh, that I rap to? Yeah, or yes. just something that you kind of vibe more with. So, or? well, here's the thing. First, let me let me finish talking about Wonder. Oh, go so, ahead. My bad. My bad. So Wonder, like after that, he's just you know he, like comes out with this crazy EP, this punk rock EP that's like super like dope. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm short with words when it comes to describing things sometimes, right. but, but it was really great. And then, you know, he's releasing singles. And then uh, he, like, lately, like, just the other day, he told me, he's like, okay, now I'm going to go up to Seattle for a week and then record a new uh, an album. And it's going to be a folk album. What the heck? I'm just like, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> like, he's gonna he's gonna be spitting soon, but no. <laughs> now you know what that's that's yeah. cool though. It's like because there again, there's that versatility. You know, a lot of people mimic other things. You know, but to create your own, yeah, and mix and match. That's what you know. Music used to be. Yeah, I was so, talking to sorry. I was talking to somebody earlier. Uh, I was chopping them up, and uh, we had the radio on here, and mm-hmm. we only get like one station, so. Uh, it was like the newer stuff, but it was all sampled from like stuff from like the early 2000s. Yeah. So it's like, yes, it's new in a way, but it's mostly really. like. And they sampled from people from like the 70s. So I mean. Exactly. Yeah. Create your own style, your own beat. That's. Yeah, that's usually how it works. Yeah, I, I, I've just run with into too many issues like trying to sample. Like, I think it's scary trying to get clearance from a freaking label or whatever is happening. Yeah. Like one of my one of my songs off of my project Unplanned Lessons, uh-huh. the original beat was actually a Billie Eilish sample. Oh, was it? Yeah, and it, it was it sounded amazing, but we were just like we can't use this, you know. That was like the first song that one to produce for me, mm. and um, and then he reworked it, made it the song Better Days, which is cool. But um, so, 
Sorry, let's uh, let's switch yeah. gears a little bit. Uh, so, obviously, your your passion is music. Like, how do you, how does that work with life? You know, obviously, you're not a huge success yet. Yeah. But like, you know, even myself, we all got to start somewhere. Yeah. It's like, how how does that work? How do you? My relationship with music changed once I had a hobby for other things. Honestly. Like what? So. What happened was when I was a kid, I was like, or when 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 I barely started like listening to like CHH and like mm-hmm. starting to get into the Christian hip hop thing, I'm like, yeah. okay, this is me like forever. This is gonna be like who I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, by by 18, I'm gonna make a great album and I'm gonna go tour. I'm gonna do all this. It's crazy sad, stuff. Yeah, you're just gonna. <laughs> so like I thought I thought I was really gonna make it like you know what I mean like because my dad had a lot of confidence in me my mom was like, like my parents were always supportive and stuff like as that as parents so. should be yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah so they were like all supportive and stuff like that and then when I didn't make it at eighteen I was like oh okay so so once I was working through like this thing where I realized okay like like plan A rapping like I'm gonna put all into it but but plan B got to be something else like I really started to love cooking. Oh really? So, so I just yeah. What's like, your go-to? I go to right now for breakfast. I've been cooking a lot of breakfast because that's all I can really cook. Like, <laughs> well, no, 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 not, yeah, not, not, not ability-wise, not ability-wise. I, can I cook don't everything, cook, so don't. But hey, hey, this is how it works. More power to you, my boy. This is how it works. Okay, okay, tell me. I cool could me. cook a lot of things. I'm not scared to cook anything. If you give me a dish and I, I feel like cooking it, I could probably figure it out. Okay. And and it's, it's a it's a very easy science to it. You just have to follow it, right? But here's the thing: I don't have time during the day to cook because I'm at work. And then in the morning, I have a big chunk of time since I wake up early. And at night, it's after work. I don't feel like cooking. Yeah. I eat frozen food. I'm not <laughs> above it. You know what I mean? Like, so, I ain't judging. So I love chilaquiles. I love it so much that I named my dog after him. Uh, I mean, after it. <laughs> And uh, I love chilaquiles. Are you That's assuming the chilaquiles the gender, dog? Yes, he's. Wow. A, I don't know. He's, I don't know. He's neutered. He's like half a boy. <laughs> oh, I was talking about the actual food, but. I... Oh yeah, I'm assuming the tortilla chip. How gender. dare you? No, nah, but I love chilaquiles. I love. I love making sandwiches red. Let's be honest. Red. Are you serious? I'm oh, sorry, bro. That's like the. Uh... Yeah, I know. Yes. I'm, I know, fool. I'm eating ketchup, cheese. No, I'm just kidding. Get it together, dude. That's all I'm gonna say. I know. I like I like chipotle tasting stuff. You know, mm. like chipotle peppers, adobo sauce. Honestly, if I could choose one ingredient to put into any dish, it'd be chipotle peppers and adobo sauce. I'm not a spice guy, so I'll take your word on it. You're scared. I can't do it. You're nah, scared of me, no. I like, just, uh, you know what? I'm getting a little bit older, and my old tummy can't handle it. You know what I mean? Can your tongue handle it? Not really. I ain't I like then. to taste my food, dog. I'm one of those. Oh crazy no, no, people. don't don't even say that because nah, you can taste spice. Nah, it just burns. I'm not a spice connoisseur. Bro, you just burn. Listen, Jeez. you like it, I love it. That's it. All right. I ain't got no feelings about it. I don't feel no type of way about you. That's Listen. all right. Yeah, we're, we're hey, fine. dog. Peace. Peace, right? <laughs> you almost freaking done with this cut, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, I am. So, uh, no. Thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate your talk. We've got to do it again soon. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I just glanced at your hairy hand and I was like,